Episode 60, Mike Gonsalves on making your next course better than your last one. The Online Course Guy Podcast. Regular people are taking their knowledge and content and packaging it up in an online course and they're making a living doing it. Didn't you take some kind of course that covered this stuff? Check it out. It's a good course. It'd be a good class. Ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready? Here's the Online Course Guy. Jacques Hopkins. Let's go. Hey everyone, Jacques Hopkins here and welcome to episode 60 of the Online Course Guy podcast. Coming at you today with another interview with another successful course creator. Today on the show I had Mike Gonsalves who teaches people about fitness and meditation and just living the best version of your life. And we got into a lot of cool topics today and I'll tell you about a couple of those in just a second. But first, let me tell you about our sponsor. Have you signed up for Bonjoro yet? There's so many ways you can use Bonjoro. It's a way to quickly and easily send a video to somebody. So the way I use it typically is when somebody buys my course the next day they'll get one of these bonjouros from me and it's just me on video for like 30 seconds thanking my new student for signing up for my course welcoming them to the course maybe telling them a little bit about what to expect and letting them know that i'm here to support them along the way think about ways that you could use a service like bonjouro and try it out you can try it out for 14 days and see if it's for you head to bonjouro.com slash jacques that's b-o-n-j-o-r-o.com slash j-a-c-q-u-e-s All right, let's talk about my favorite thing from this interview with Mike G or Mike Gonsalves. And I couldn't narrow it down to just one. So I've got two favorite things. My first favorite thing was how Mike talked about up-leveling and he's working on his third course and he just learned so much from making his first course. And he's like, well, the first course was good, but it failed in a lot of these these areas. It could have been better at this, this, and this. So when he made his second course, he completely rebranded. There was a new name and he filled in those gaps and he made it what he wanted it. But after he made a second course, he's like, you know, I could have done this, this, and this differently and served my students better. And so he's working on his third course and he's just filling all those gaps and he's just so passionate about it. And it sounds like he's going to continue to make his courses just better and better and a better overall experience. My second favorite thing was about just how he runs his courses, because it's not the typical format where there's like an evergreen launch funnel and people can join any time and go through it at their own pace. He does more of a month-long course. And so he has these launch periods like twice a year. And then he is fully focused on his students for that one month. And he offers them like unlimited one-on-one support and just all these live and interactive components to his course. And he just wants to make that one month as good as it possibly can be. And so that is definitely a different take on things, but he's clearly very passionate about it. And he explains in the interview how you can make that model work. So those are my two favorite things from this episode. Let's get onto the full thing right now. Hey, Mike G, welcome to the show. Hey, Jocks, how are you? Good to, good to have you, man. I mean, good to be here, I should say. <laughs> well, you're a, you're a podcaster yourself, and it looks like you've done more episodes than me, so I could definitely understand why you would say that. <laughs> yeah, I've done a couple. I've done a couple in my day. <laughs> All right, so Mike, how many, I know you've got a lot of things going on online, but how many online courses do you have? Well, I have three, but there's one, the biggie, the one big one, the one active one that I, I focus all my time, energy, and effort effort on now, which is Entrepreneur Fitness Academy. But to answer your question, three total. All right. So just quickly tell me what are the other two? Yeah. Well, the first one is just my, my the, the course that I created, the very first cor- course I created. 
And to be quite honest with you, it's nothing I'm proud of uh, <laughs> from as far as what it looks like. But I, I am proud of the fact that it is, it is my first one. So I actually don't really sell it now. I actually use it as a promotional product uh, along with some, some other products uh, and services that I sell. So I'll use it from that perspective. Um, but that's a weight lo- loss. Lose 10 pounds in 30-day course that I first developed a couple of years ago. Um, and then I have another one that's right now it's, it's being developed. Um, we're about 75% done. It's called Unbeatable You. And that's, that's going to be coming out October 1st. So I'm, I'm starting to mention it already. So that's why I say that's, you know, it's my third one. Uh, and then, like I mentioned, Entrepreneur Fitness Academy. So those are the three. All right. Now you, I know you've got a podcast. I know you do one-on-one coaching. Uh, you've got a lot of things going on. So you're not just an online course guy. Uh, what, what do you think about online courses as a, as a, as a business model and as a revenue generator as compared to the other things you're doing online? Great question. I think it's fantastic from, from the standpoint where if you're like me and you want to help the world, <laughs> you want to just change the world and help everyone because that's what I want to do. Uh, you start to realize that there's only so many hours in a day and I love one-on-one. I mean, that's, that's where I thrive. That's where I feel like I have the most effect and that's what I've done. Majority of, of the years I've been you know, doing what I do for about 19 years now. Um, the problem with that is, is that it's not scalable, the one-on-one piece, right? There's only, again, there's only so many hours in a day. The reason why I love the online course, um, I guess model is because you can serve more, um, people and you can serve globally. You know, all of a sudden my market isn't just my neighborhood, it's the world. And that excites me from the standpoint, well, yeah, from a business perspective, but even from a, a make, help make a difference perspective. Um, so I prefer the online model, obviously, from the scale, from being, being able to scale. Um, but if I had my choice, I would still do the one-on-one face-to-face just because I think there's nothing, there's nothing like it in my world, in my opinion. So what's the, what's the main website that you have your business at? It's MikeGonsalves.com, and that last name's a tough one. It's G-O-N-C as in cat, A-L-V as in Victor, E-S, MikeGonsalves.com. Yeah, and when I go there, it looks like the main push that you're trying to do is to get people into that one-on-one coaching. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, it's a, it's a fair assessment just because, again, that's, that's my preference, um, so that's what I want to do. Um, but, again, if, if one, you either can't afford it, or you're in Zimbabwe and you want to work with me and I can't necessarily work with you one-on-one, I, uh, I'll, I'll suggest that you, you utilize my Entrepreneur Fitness Academy. If I wanted to sign up for Entrepreneur Fitness Academy, how would I do that? Um, well, the fact that a majority of the, the traction that I get with Entrepreneur Fitness Academy has always been, will probably always continue to be um, referrals and word of mouth and exposure from either me mentioning it on podcasts or my own podcast or interviews. Um, the way that people get involved in it is just by hearing it, hearing about it. So again, from me, there's not necessarily that much of a push from a marketing standpoint. Um, I don't have, and we'll probably get into this. I don't have massive funnels feeding, feeding the thing. So literally you'd either hear about it from someone that knows about it, or you hear about it from me, from hearing me on an interview or a podcast or coming across one of my uh, blogs or articles or whatnot. Well, I was able to find a sales page for it just by searching around. Are you <laughs> are you saying that you don't even have a link to it for on your website anywhere? I do, I do. You, if you if you scroll down, there's one piece, uh, and it's actually it's labeled Entrepreneur, uh, Entrepreneur Fitness Academy, I believe. 
I don't even know. I haven't looked at the page in a while. But um, as you scroll down to the left, um, there's a you can click on there and it'll, it'll take you right to the sales page. So you know, you can access it that way, no question. It's just not a big arrow on the on you know on the web page pointing you in, in that direction. Um, this is one of the options as far as how to work with me. Cool. So you seem you seem pretty excited about online courses. You like them. They seem to be having you, yours. Seem to be having an impact on people. Why not make more of a marketing effort with the course that you currently have? Yeah, I there's definitely I can I can definitely do that. And the thought is, I perhaps will do that. Um, it's also because if I'm going to be quite honest with you, Entrepreneur Fitness Academy um, is exactly what it sounds like. It's for entrepreneurs. It's to get their fitness game. Uh, in check just so they can excel um, at the business that they're looking to create, you know, because it's at the end of the, at the end of the day, we know that, you know, starting a business, it's 20% of it is mechanics, how, how and what to do. 80% is the mental game going the distance. So Entrepreneur Fitness Academy helps um, you leverage, helps its members leverage their mind, their body in order to go on and create the business that they want for themselves. Um, and while I love that, there's a big push on it is around the fitness piece. And this new course that I'm developing uh, now, Unbeatable You, it's not such a strong focus on fitness. And I think when that comes out, depending on how that does, I think that's going to be the major push. You know, it's like it, every course keeps getting better. And I don't feel like Entrepreneur Fitness Academy is my best. I love it. I think it's, it's helped a lot of people. I just don't think it's my best. So to answer your question, I haven't really pushed it significantly just because you know, um, uh, maybe I'm, I'm my hardest critic, but I can't put a hundred percent stamp on the thing yet. Cause I think it can be better. <laughs> no, I love it, Mike. I, I, I know we just, we just met, I have a piano course myself and that's how I make my living primarily. But I, I feel, I felt the same exact way once I had my first version of my course, the second version of my course, third version of my course, it wasn't the best version of my course that I could possibly do. Fortunately, about a year and a half ago, I did the fourth version. And for me, it was just re-recording the whole course. It's been the same name course and everything the whole time. But once I actually got a version of my course together that I was 100% on board with, and fully believed in, that's when like sales really started pouring in because people could sense that. It sounds like you, you're kind of there as well, but instead of just rebranding the same course, you're, you're kind of moving on to slightly different course. Correct. Correct. It's, it's, it's going to be, it's a different name just because that's probably one of the biggest battles I had with Entrepreneur Fitness Academy. And again, this is just me being candid uh, because the name um, I can't tell you, and I, and I took this as a compliment, but it, I also took it to beat me up that I, I didn't do a good enough job at delivering what it actually was because people would say, Mike, I went through the course because I know you, I know what you put out, I know what you're capable of. And just from the testimonials, they're like, but I had, I really had no idea what to expect. And man, that thing blew me away. And it was, it was nothing what I thought it would be. And they said that in a positive way. So as excited as I was to hear that, I wasn't excited because that means the marketing doesn't, doesn't match what, what actually, what they get. So from that perspective, that's what I'm looking to do now to actually match what actually is the name and what people think of it as to, to what it actually is. And that is why. So you, I don't want to say this, but it's kind of like unbeatable you. I'm actually doing it. I'm creating it with another colleague of mine. Um, in a roundabout way, is Entrepreneur Fitness Academy without the big fitness push, if you will. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, it sounds like you've you've learned from. You oh know, it sounds like yeah. it sounds like what you made was amazing, but you knew what the downfalls were, and whether sure. that was inside the course or just the marketing behind the course. 
and the branding behind the course. It sounds like you learned from it. And you're like, okay, now if I didn't have this experience, I wouldn't have been able to to do this epic thing next. Absolutely. I mean, isn't that success, right? Just yeah. you, you create, you learn, you tweak, you do it, you go again and you repeat and you repeat and you keep fine, refining and, re, and tuning, right? I mean, until you kind of get it right. And even when you get it right, you know, I'm a runner and I thought I've had some of my greatest times. I think I can still do better. So it's, I just, maybe it's just the perfectionist, perfectionist in all of us, right? Well, I think on the same note, uh, w- would you say that that very first online course that you made, you know, the, the things you learned from that made made your second online course that much better? No question. I mean, at the end of the day, I think, you know, people always look at the courses they've created, you know, my, my, my friends and colleagues and people I know in you know, my inner circle, my mastermind, you know, a lot of folks talk about, you know, how they're, they're embarrassed by their first, first course. And I'm always the first to say, hey, man, you know what? I am most proud of that first course because that was me having the kahunis, if you will, to put that together, to put in the time, the energy, the effort, put it out there. You know how scary that is to create something? I, I'm sure you know. I'm sure anyone listening to this that's created a course knows that it's scary, man, creating something and putting it out there. Hey, well, what's going to be the take? So I think I'm proud of it because it was me, that first course, it's me taking action, me getting more confidence in myself, learning more, figuring out what people liked, what they didn't like, what they complimented me on, what they were confused by. And I think that's just, that's just an ongoing process, right? Even with Entrepreneur Fitness Academy, and I'm sure even with Unbeatable You, I'm going to get tons of feedback, more confidence, and then the one after that will probably be that much better. So it's just this, that constant process. So um, I've learned a ton, and I keep learning a ton. So now that you're, you're kind of a seasoned veteran with, yeah. with online courses, and you've got this vision for your next course, what, what are the steps you're taking to, to make sure it's successful? Well, the, big, the biggest one um, for me and I've heard this from others as well. Like I said, folks that I speak with on a regular basis kind of, you know, just gather their thoughts, pick their brain, but is don't, don't create based on what you think the market wants or your customer wants. Like literally ask them for two reasons. One, to understand what they want, because what I think they want might be different. Maybe it's the same, but I don't know unless I ask. So that's what we've done a great job. I think in this course is Asking the market, asking the people, our communities, our family, our friends, putting it out on social media. Hey, guys, here's this question. Here's what we're thinking. What do you think? And we're gathering feedback. And, and we, we, we've gathered feedback. And we've developed. We've seen what the trends are. Um, so that's number one for us, for our own personal um, benefit. But the other beauty is, is when people feel vested into what you're doing, when it comes time to actually put the product out, they feel like they've had input. They're like, hey, man, I remember that. He asked me about that and he wanted my – and they almost feel a little more compelled to give it attention. If, if not to join it, at least to share it because they're like, hey, I had some say in him creating this thing. So I think it works from those two perspectives very well and I learn, we're learning that as we go. Yeah, the, the asking thing is, is a very effective strategy if done right. And, and it sounds, you know, people listening to this, like it sounds good in theory. I mean, would you be willing to share maybe an exact example of like the specific question you asked and who you asked it to? Absolutely. The question was, <coughs> excuse me, the question was, what do you feel? And again, we, we, we asked it in this way because we, we didn't want people to specifically say, especially on social media, hey, this is what, this is what it is for me because sometimes people don't want to say what it is for them. But we asked it in this fashion, especially like on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, we asked, what do you feel stops people, not necessarily you, what do you feel stops people from creating and doing more of the things they want, having the life they want, whether it's, hey, you want to lose 30 pounds, why aren't you doing it? 
You want to start that business. Why aren't you doing it? What holds you back? You want to go travel the world. Why aren't you doing it? Like what holds you from creating the life you want, from doing what you want? And, and, and we, we, you know, we made some suggestions. Like, do you think it's fear? Do you think it's resources? Do you think it's not knowing where to start? Like, what do you think it is? And the three common factors that we found, you know, the, 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 uh, the, uh, what am I trying, what's, what's the word I'm looking for here? I don't know. It'll come to me. But uh, the trends, excuse me, the trend, the three trends we found was one is people like, they were, they, they were like, hey, we know we're not happy. We just don't know what that looks like. So number one, it was like, I know I want something better and bigger. I just, I'm not sure exactly what it is. I don't know if I want to travel. I don't know if I want to start a new business or a new career. So one is like, people just didn't know. They had no direction. Number two is they had an idea what they wanted. Like, well, they, they felt like, hey, you know what? I know what I want. I just don't know where to start. Okay, great. I want, to, I want to start a new career. I want to start this business, but I don't even know what to do. So, so two is they didn't know what to do. And number three is people who actually started, they gave it a whirl, maybe once, maybe twice, but they failed and now they're stuck. They're like, you know what? Now I'm stuck in fear or, well, I tried, but it didn't work. And, and now they're in that position. So we identified those three trends and that is the three trends. That's when we created Unbeatable You, we focused on those three areas and make sure we're addressing all three of those to help people get them from where they are to it, to where they want to be. So that's, that's how we did it. That's uh, that's freaking awesome. You know, the, the question itself. And then it sounds like you received exactly what you're looking for. Cause then you, you knew exactly how you could help people, but, but the, for people listening to this and it's like, okay, well, I know what I could ask, but, but who do I ask? I mean, did you, did you reach out to a big email list? How did you approach that? Yes. Good question. My, myself and um, the lady I'm creating it with, creating it with, her name's Elizabeth Miner. She's from Thrive This Day. Wonderful lady. Um, business, business coach. Um, her and I reached out to our communities, first of all. Uh, so that's thousands of people there we, we, between her and I. So we reached out to our communities. We reached out on, um, and that's our private email list, right? And then we reached out on our social, social media networks. Like I said, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, we asked them. And then, so, and even from friends and family, we, we asked. So we belong to different mastermind groups and groups. So even within those groups, we asked them. So, you know, we've got the large scale, which is like social media. And then, you know, my mastermind group of like eight people, hey guys, you know, you know, that's a smaller sampling, but we try to get as much of a sampling as we could from all different areas, family, friends, our email list, social media, and even our intimate circles. So, you know, it's a good sampling of what people think. So, um, that's, that's where we went for our info. Why did you decide to partner with Elizabeth on this project as opposed to doing it yourself? Great question. <laughs> Great question. Um, she's, a, she's awesome. She's awesome. Um, I, I just love her, her work. Her and I have this synergy and we've been saying for years that we wanted to work together and we just started, you know, she's part of a, uh, my, my inner circle, if you will, and someone I connect with on a regular basis. And we're always exchanging ideas and there was just this synergy and us talking about what we wanted to do next for ourselves. You know, she was looking to create something. So was I, and there was just so much synergy between what we were talking about, what we wanted to do. So we started saying, Hey, why don't we, you know, what would that look like? Could we create something together? And that's, you know, isn't that how everything starts, right? It starts with a thought and idea. So the more we talked about it, we said, can we do this? Do we want to do this? That's number one. Do we want to do this? And we said, yes. And he said, well, how will we do this? And we said, well, we're looking, we're looking to, do, to, to help people in the same fashion. Let's throw that question out there and see what your community says and my community says. If they're similar, great. If they're like way different, then maybe there's not a synergy there. But once you know it, we asked, you know, and there was similar trends. So it's like, well, this makes sense for us to work together. 
Plus, there's something cool about, you know, having a male and a female female perspective. You know, sometimes females can't necessarily relate to a guy coach, and that's okay. Sometimes a woman can, you know, vice versa. So we thought having a male and female dynamic, that might actually help our cause as far as reaching more people. So we decided to pull the trigger. So I've never partnered with anybody on an online course like that. I have outsourced courses before. And, and basically what that looks like is I'll pay somebody money to make a course and then it's my course and then I can go out and sell it. So it. I'm curious about the partnership in terms of, okay, did you guys set up its own business entity and, and you each own 50% and do you have operating agreements and, and the division of responsibilities? Okay. So I'm, I'm going to, I, I'm glad you asked that question because and I'm not saying others have done this, but I have done this myself in the past. And we're talking back 2008. I had this wonderful idea. I mean, it was going to change the game. I mean, I was going to become a millionaire, maybe billionaire. That's, that's how big this idea was, right? Uh, I was literally taking Craigslist and Facebook and putting, to, putting it together, you know, back in the day. Cause, because Craigslist back in the day was just all like just text. There was no pictures. There's pictures today, but I was going to create that, that, that thing. Anyways. To, to what you just asked, I got so enthralled in the whole world of, well, how do I set this up? Do I do LLC? Do I do a partnership? And how are we going to do it? Do we have a customer service number? Well, how do we, we got so caught up, me and the guy at the time that we were looking to create it, we got so tied up in those details that we never actually did what mattered, which was like create content and ask questions and see if it made sense to work. So to answer your question, right now, we are just creating. We're doing like the stuff that like we love, we're crazy about. We talked high level, like, hey, man, do, is it your PayPal account or mine? Who should, who's, you know, like to that level? Like, hey, do we want it under your page or my page? Should we just buy a brand new domain? We literally kept it that simple. And for anyone listening, I would ask that you do not, if you're looking to create an online course, do not make it comp- complex because complexity, complexity is the enemy of execution. I speak from, from I speak from knowing this because it happened to me 10 years ago where we made things so complex, we never even, it never took shape. It never even happened. So we're keeping it as simple as we can from like the, the, the legal side, the financial side. We'll figure that out. She's a great friend of mine. We know we, have, we trust each other. So if anyone listening, yeah, if, if it's maybe a complete stranger, you know, be careful. But we feel very comfortable with each other and we'll figure that stuff out. But first things first, the stuff that actually matters, it's like, hey, content that's going to make a difference in people's lives. Yeah, I love that advice, Mike. So for Unbeatable You, yeah. what is, is your, yours and Elizabeth's uh, launch strategy? Uh, launch strategy, it's going to be the same one. And again, like when I say the synergy, the synergy in a lot of ways we work together, not just our philosophies and how we serve, but also how we believe business, I don't want to say ought to work, but how it works for us. So our launch strategy is going to be leveraging uh, which she leverages whenever she launches. She actually has a book. She, she launched her book. She has a course and so do I. But um, same strategies, which is one, the one that's always gotten me about 85% of my business, word of mouth. Leveraging my contacts, word of mouth, letting them know, hey, guys, this is coming out. If you feel it's valuable, I'd love for, for you to share with your, with your community um, that perspective. So word of mouth, our email lists, family, friends, social media. That literally is our strategy. And I'll say one more thing that I do, and maybe this is something, maybe you're you, you going to ask about this, but I'll share it with you anyways, but I take a very different approach when it comes to like my, um, my course. For example, Entrepreneur Fitness Academy, I, limit, I limited it to 50 people. I want to make it intimate, and that's, just, that's how I roll with it. 
with that said, I actively recruit. I actively recruit people for the course that I think it makes sense that they, they, they join it because I, I offer it twice a year. So I meet tons of people during the year. And there's people that just, it seems to me like, man, they would benefit tremendously from being my course. I take down their name and then I actively will pursue the, I'll call them, email them like, Hey man, this is coming up. Here's why I think you should be in this course. So I, I do that. And Elizabeth, she does a little bit of that. I'm more aggressive with that because again, because I believe there's certain people that they must take this course. So that is one of my biggest I'd probably say that's top of my list as far as getting enrollment into Entrepreneur Fitness Academy, my recruitment strategy. I don't know a lot of people that actually, that actually limit their enrollment. I know sometimes people will use some sort of false scarcity and say, hey guys, only 10 spots left, but that's pretty cool <laughs> that you, you're actually limiting it. So how interactive is your course? Uh, very, and that's probably one of the best things you know, people always say to me. It's like, how do you, because it's, again, it's limited to 50 because I want the intimacy. And, I, and, and it's, it's a compliment to me when I hear people say, how are you able to respond to everyone's comment and give someone feedback on what they, because we have a private Facebook group. They're like, how are you able to do that? I go, I do, I'm able to do that because I limit it to 50. And 50 by, by for, for, uh, just so you know, isn't, it sounds like a small number, but when you're trying to you know, uh, uh, give everyone feedback and keep up to date and like and, 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 and support, it's a lot of people. So for 30 days, man, I am... <laughs> I am deep in, in, in that group, just talking to everyone as much as I can. So I do that purposely so I can have that intimacy. I want, that's the brand of Mike Gonsalves. That's the brand of Entrepreneur Fitness Academy. You're not just a number. You have, Mike is watching you every second, every, you know, accountability, it's there. You're not, you don't get lost in, in the group. Every single person knows that it's one-on-one with me. So that's what we create. That's the brand. That's what you could, can expect when you take Entrepreneur Fitness Academy. That's why I do it. What is your process for determining how much to charge for a course? Yeah, the, 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 charge, the, the charge piece, it's always been a challenge. Um, two things. I look at what's out there. I look at what's out there. Hey, what's out there? What's being offered? And I believe the way I offer my course, it's worth a lot more than what's out there just because of the level that I put in. That said, I knew if I priced it the way I feel like I should price it, I probably wouldn't I probably limit myself. I could maybe attract that higher market, but I would limit myself as far as the people I want to work with. So I take, well, what's the high number? <laughs> what, what would make sense if I charged? And what's, what's average? What do I see out there? And I try to fall somewhere in the middle. And that's how I price. You know, I don't price what I think it's worth, which is probably wrong. And just plenty of people, I'll tell you it's wrong. And I don't try, I don't lowball myself. I go, to, I try to go somewhere in the middle. And just so you know, uh, I asked two questions before I started. Before I started Entrepreneur Fitness Academy, I asked same thing. I asked people, "Hey, what would you pay for something like X, Y, and Z if I was going to create this, 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 this?" And they gave me an idea of what what they were what they were willing to pay. And I actually went a little bit above it. Um, and then p- after people take the course, I also ask them. I give them a survey, like, "Hey, now that you're taking the course, do you feel it was worth the money? Was it overpriced, underpriced, just about right? Where do you think? What do you think?" And majority of the people, you know, nine out of 10 will say it's definitely worth more. So that tells me, hey, I'm, I'm sitting pretty or I could even bump it up if I wanted to. But I, I've been leaving it where it is. So, well, are you going to go up in price when you release the un- unbeatable you compared to Entrepreneur Fitness Academy? Absolutely. 100% yes. 
Let's talk. Uh, let's talk a little about tech for a minute. What What are some of the tools you're using to execute this stuff in terms of where your course is hosted, um, what you're building landing pages with, email autoresponders, things like that. So, I'll, <coughs> excuse me. So I'll say two things. Um, I'm not. I am your least tech savvy guy. Me and technology don't get along. Uh, just I, I just I don't have any interest in it. I mean, I love what it's able to do for businesses. I'm just not that tech savvy, and I have no problem admitting that. <laughs> that said, it doesn't mean I can't learn it, which I have learned it because of there's so much content out there that's free nowadays. You can just learn stuff. So, two things that have helped me tremendously. Um, one is I, I've I've developed relationships over the years, um, and now I have just resources, people, friends who actually help me. So I have you know a guy that's helped me in the past, like probably 12 years ago from India. He's he's a guru when it comes to technology, creating stuff, you know, all this coding stuff. And we're just buddies now. So he helps me. I can leverage him. He's, and he's just a buddy. So I can just turn to him. He does things for me. So I have him. I have another video guy. He's a good buddy of mine. He helps me out a ton. I have another um, guy who helps me out with my, with my marketing products. Another buddy of mine. Luckily, I have these resources I've created over the years. So that's that. So that's from a resource standpoint, I have that. So leverage people that you know that are in that space, that are your friends. That's why if you can cultivate those relationships before you create your course, good idea. What I use is WordPress. I created my course on WordPress. I use Wishlist Member and Optimized Press, I believe. That's literally, that's, that's, that's it. That's what I use. Cool. Uh, Mike, what are you struggling with in your business these days? I'll be honest with you, uh, is we're always told that we should niche down our business. And I, 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 I'm not one for rules. I hate rules, if, if, I must, if I'm going to be honest. So I'm, I'm constantly told you must niche down. Niche, find a niche. And I'm, I always battle that because it's like, well, if I want to help people, if people want to get from here to here and I can help them, I'm going to help you. I don't care if you're not in my niche, you're not between 30 and 35, female with two kids. I don't care. You can I help you? I want to help you. So I struggle with that because I have plenty of uh, uh, business advice telling me, "Dude, you got a niche, man. You got a niche. You know, if you do that, you're going to serve more. You'll be able to serve more." And so that's probably a struggle because even right now, Elizabeth and I, you know, like, hey, do we do we talk to a certain avatar as we as we as we put out Unbeatable You? And we're like, dude, you know what? We're going to say this is what the course is for, and if if this resonates with you, then you're in. So the niche is like, hey, this is how we offer. This is what we're offering. That's our niche. Not a person, not an age, not a gender, not how many kids you have. Not So that's how we're rolling. But it's a struggle because when everyone, you know, all the gurus are telling you to niche and you're saying, you're giving them the bird and say, I'm going to do it my way. You're kind of taking a little risk, but that's how we roll, you know? That's funny, Mike. I actually talked to somebody that's, that took your Entrepreneur Fitness Academy uh, course and he had very high praise for it. But I, you know, that rings a bell in my head that one thing he said was like he didn't understand why it was just for entrepreneurs. You know? And I guess that's part of the, the niching down. You're probably trying to target that entrepreneur market, but I noticed that's not in the title of your new course. It, uh, you know, that's, very, very, that's, very, that's good awareness right there. That was one of the struggles I had big time with that course because it's exactly what you said. I was, I took the advice, I niched down, and then people, I can't tell you how many people said, hey, I'm not an entrepreneur, man, but I, I love what I'm seeing, so I guess I can't take it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like no, of course you can. T-. So anyways, yes, you're dead on. You're dead on. All right, Mike. So the, the people listening to this podcast are those that 
don't have an online course and want to, or have one and they're just looking for tips and motivation and advice. So you shared a lot of advice relevant to that, to that type of person. Um, what other advice would you have for somebody in, in that position? That are looking to um, start one or have started one and just want to make it better or so. Yeah. Yeah. Start one or grow one. Um, as far as starting one, as far as starting one, I would always say, just start. You're not, it's not going to be perfect. And I know this is, this is me. And, I, and when I speak to this, I speak of myself personally. I would never give advice that I didn't go through myself. Um, you know, you're waiting, waiting for things just to be right for you to get it, for it to look pretty and whatever. Just start, just put something out there because it's better getting going. Sometimes I think, I, I used to think that, hey, when I, when I figure everything out, then I'll put it out there. And I've come to learn that, no, when I put it out there, that's when I figure things out as I go. And even my audience will tell, tell me if they liked it or not by the sales or by, you know, by, by the feedback. So don't wait till things are perfect until you know it all. Just create something. Even if you think it's ugly and dumb and no one's going to buy it, create it anyways, put it out there because you're going to learn as you go. So that's if you haven't created one yet. If you have one, um, I'm going to go back to what I said earlier. I can't say it enough. Just really ask, ask the, those, you, those you're looking to serve, ask, ask them what they want. Try to involve them as much as possible, you know, from the standpoint of like, yeah, it's feedback, but to get their involvement, because if they, if they feel like they had something to do with it, like I said, they're going to, it's more highly likely that they're going to give it a look, join it or, or share it with their friends and family and on social media. So that's what I would suggest. Mike, uh, thank you so much for joining me and dropping all the knowledge on the podcast. Uh, one more for you. And that is just give, uh, give the audience a little more information about the new course. When's it launching? Who's it for? And, and how can they find out more information about it? Yeah, well, thanks for having me. This is this is definitely a pleasure. It was my pleasure was all mine here. Um, Unbeatable You launches on October 1st. It's a month-long program uh, for those looking to create um, the life they want from themselves. Not just one that they're happy with, one that they know they want, but they're either unsure. Hey, what does that look like? I don't know what I want, but I'm, I'm unhappy. <laughs> I don't know what I want, but I know it's what I have now is not what I want. Or I know what I want. I just don't, I don't know how to get there. Or I've tried before and I failed and now I'm stuck. If that is you, if you're not living the life you want to live, Unbeatable You is for you. It's a month-long program. comes with emails, comes with videos. It comes with support from Elizabeth and I. comes with group calls, comes with one-on-one -on -one calls with us weekly. So there's a lot that goes into it. It launches October 1st. You can find it, all of that, on unbeatableyou.com. Uh, right now, it's a landing page. A little bit of information there. Just leave your name and, and email. Um, and we'll keep you up to, up to date on, you know, what's going on, when it's coming out, when you can register, all that good stuff. Appreciate it, Mike. Yeah. That's going to do it for episode 60. Thank you so much to Mike G for joining me on the show today. You can find all the detailed show notes and links that we talked about in today's episode by going to theonlinecourseguide.com slash 60 and check out our sponsor, Bonjoro. Your free 14-day trial is waiting for you at bonjoro.com slash shock. And I want to tell you about my free online course workshop. Have you checked out the online course workshop yet? You can go to theonlinecourseguide.com and check that out. If you're listening to this podcast, but don't don't have an online course, then you need this. This is going to jumpstart you into your own successful online course. Or if you're listening to this podcast because you have an online course already, but you're just looking for 
tips and strategies to make it even more profitable, this is for you as well. It's 30 minutes long. It's jam-packed with information to help you get even more profitable with your online course. It's the online course workshop. It's free and it's at theonlinecourseguy.com. And stay tuned for the next episode where I talked with an Instagram expert, Elise Dharma. <laughs> 